0: The attempts to declare that this phrase, in God we trust, is religiously neutral, is offensive. As a believer in God, I find it blasphemous to use that phrase as some broad, inclusive, unifying, generic American statement. Welcome to Baptist Without an Adjective, a podcast of Word and Way. I'm your host, Word and Way Editor and President Brian Kaler. On this program, we'll hear from Baptists from across the denominational, ethnic, national, and ideological lines that too often divide us. At Word & Way, we've been informing and inspiring Baptists since 1896. Learn more about us at WordAndWay.org. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Baptist Without an Adjective. In this episode, we're going to take a look at a couple of Project Blitz bills that have been introduced in several states around the country this year. Project Blitz is an effort by some fundamentalist Christians to chip away at the church-state line in our nation. And they've been doing this over the last couple of years by particularly targeting state legislatures. With all the attention that goes on in the politics and the debates in Washington, D.C., bills at the state legislature can often kind of fly under the radar and yet can have a significant impact on our day-to-day lives. And so these bills, and Project Blitz has actually put out some model bills that state legislators can just copy and paste, that would redefine religious liberty and help create a brand of Christian nationalism. We're going to look at two specific types of bills from Project Blitz in this episode. The first involves attempts to create classes on what they call Bible literacy in public schools, and the second is an attempt to mandate that schools would place In God We Trust in a prominent location. The first one On Bible literacy classes we actually talked about in a previous bonus episode. That was episode 55. And in that episode, I played my testimony when I testified on February 19th in a hearing on the Missouri House of Representatives Special Committee on Student Accountability. And I went there to testify against one of these bills that would create Bible literacy classes in public schools. And so if you missed that, I would encourage you to go back and check that out. That was episode 55. And you'll hear my full testimony explaining why I find these bills problematic and why as a Baptist minister that I was there to testify against it. Now, unfortunately, my testimony was not compelling enough, and that committee went ahead and passed the bill, and then the full House of Representatives in Missouri also passed the bill. This actually makes Missouri unique this year. This type of bill has been introduced in at least 11 states in 2019, but the bills actually failed already in Arkansas... Florida, Mississippi, North Dakota, and Virginia. And while bills were introduced in South Carolina and West Virginia, they have received no action and are likely dead for this year as well. So that really only leaves three states left. Missouri, where the bill is still advancing. Indiana, where a bill has passed both houses, but it went through some significant edits in the process that took out some of the more controversial aspects and essentially outsources these types of classes. And then in Georgia, where the bill did pass both houses and has been sent to the state's governor, and most people expect that he will sign it. But the legislative push continues in Missouri. On April 16th, the Senate's Education Committee held a hearing on this bill. This time, I was not the only person to testify in opposition of the bill like I had been on the House side. I specifically recruited some of my Baptist minister friends to come and join me that day, And some other individuals from other faiths and other organizations showed up as well. Nine people testified against the bill that day after only four people testified for it. And three of those who testified were Baptists. A couple other Baptist ministers were there in the room and prepared to testify. But unfortunately, because the hearing started late, they were unable to stay and have an opportunity to testify. Even those of us who were able to stay longer were only given a brief moment to testify as the hearing's time had gotten greatly condensed. I'm going to play a quick clip from each one of us. First, we're going to hear from Cynthia Holmes. She's an attorney in St. Louis, Missouri, and a past moderator of the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship. Here's a bit of what Cynthia said as she explained why she doesn't feel like teaching the Bible is appropriate in public schools. I think it's clear that the intent is to imbue the Bible as something special, and something to be believed. I think that, but I was taught that in my church and by my parents and not in the public school. After Cynthia testified, Carol McIntyre, pastor at First Baptist Church in Columbia, Missouri, also spoke. She talked in particular about how the night before she had been reading a children's book about Jonah to her daughter, and how she wants to be the one, and not the state, to teach her daughter about Jonah and about other parts of the Bible. And here's what she said when she talked about how the bill even is problematic when it doesn't define whose Bible is going to be the authoritative text for this class. Who gets to decide which Bible schools are going to teach? The common Protestant Bible that contains 66 books or the Catholic Bible which contains 73 books? And then I also spoke, and really all I did was offer a shorter version of my remarks that I had previously offered at the House committee. As I mentioned before, you can hear those full remarks in episode 55. Now, unfortunately, despite these testimonies, the Senate Education Committee did go ahead and pass this bill, and it will most likely be debated soon before the full Senate. There are only two weeks left in the session. But that should give them plenty of time to actually have a debate on this bill. So if you're listening and you're in Missouri, I hope that you will look up your state senator and let them know that you oppose this bill, House Bill 267, that we should not be picking winners and losers when it comes to religion and faith, and urge them to vote no. It really could make a significant difference. Another of the Project Blitz bills is an effort to mandate that public schools everywhere take In God We Trust and posted in a prominent location. This effort has already passed and been signed by governors in two states this year, Kentucky and North Dakota. Were Also introduced and passed and signed by governors last year in, in Alabama, Arizona, Florida, Louisiana, North Carolina, and Tennessee. Other states this year that have had bills filed include Illinois, Indiana, South Carolina, and Missouri. On April 30th, I went and testified in the Missouri House Elementary and Secondary Education Committee against Missouri's version of the In God We Trust in Public Schools bill. I was one of two people who testified against the bill after four people testified for it, including a representative from the Missouri Baptist Convention. I'm going to play my testimony. It's only about three minutes long explaining why I found this bill to be problematic and why I urged the members of the committee to vote against the bill. My name is Brian Kaler, and I'm the Associate Director of ChurchNet, a statewide Baptist network, and I'm also the editor of Warden Way, a Baptist magazine that has, that has been publishing in Missouri since 1896. And I oppose this legislation not because I do not trust in God, but precisely because I, as a Baptist minister, believe everyone must have the freedom to believe or not. And I cherish the strong Baptist heritage of standing for religious liberty for all, And that includes a healthy understanding of the separation of church and state. Now, there are many problems with this unnecessary and divisive bill. For instance, it wastes a lot of time and taxpayer money. We have children dropping out of schools, children in our schools who do not have enough to eat, teachers who are spending their own money to buy supplies for their classes, and kids who can't even read cursive. But this bill would instead essentially steal money from the education of our students to push a sectarian religious agenda. Placing In God We Trust in a prominent location in our schools, will also send a message to some of our children that unless they believe in a monotheistic deity, they are not fully American and are perhaps not even welcome at their own school. This is not helpful for our educational institutions, our civic society, or even our religious groups. This bill is not about some unifying patriotic notion. This bill is about mandating, this bill is not about our national motto, as much about making a sectarian religious statement. Why not mandate the posting of a picture of the national mammal, the North American bison, in every school? Or why not mandate the planting of the national tree, the oak tree, outside every school? Because posting the model is not about patriotism, but about God. The attempts to declare that this phrase, in God we trust, is religiously neutral, is offensive. As a believer in God, I find it blasphemous to use that phrase as some broad, inclusive, unifying, generic American statement. Who is this God the state is telling me to trust? No thanks, I believe in the one that I recognize as the one true God. And that God is not religiously neutral. And that's why some Christian ministers actually opposed putting the phrase on our currency way back when it was first proposed. This is not a new opposition. Frankly, I sometimes wonder if our money, when it says, in God we trust, is just bragging about itself. But I believe, as Jesus taught, that one cannot serve both God and the God called mammon. Being an American does not get you to heaven any more than being born in a garage makes you a car. And to conflate being American with being Christian is an attempt to water down and even attack the basic teachings of my faith. So I respectfully urge a vote against this unnecessary, divisive, and offensive bill. I'm happy to take any questions. As I'm recording this on May 3rd, House's Elementary and Secondary Education Committee has not met again, and so they have not yet voted on the bill. With only two weeks left in the session, it would actually be difficult for this bill to advance all the way through the House and then all the way through the Senate as well. But we're going to be keeping an eye on it. If it doesn't pass this year, I'm sure we will see it coming back in Missouri and several other states next year, just like I expect the Bible literacy bills to return in several states next year that don't pass them this year. So that's part of the point of this episode. I want to encourage you to be paying attention to religious liberty issues, bills, debates in your home state. As I have found, when someone of faith shows up and testifies on one of these bills, particularly testifies against one of these bills... And makes the argument that we should stand for true religious liberty for all, that we should support a healthy separation of church and state, it gets the attention of state legislators. They won't necessarily change their mind and vote with us, but at least changes their stereotype that they see people who love God on one side of the bill and then those atheists and others on the other side. So I think it's part of our public witness, part of our responsibility as Baptists with our four-century-long heritage of standing for true religious liberty for all people, that we show up and we speak out on these types of bills. As I noted at the beginning, this is a coordinated effort by several organizations, and they're calling this Project Blitz. And so I think it's important that as Baptists, we will also be paying attention, be showing up, and be offering our voice as an alternative vision, an alternative to Christian nationalism, an alternative to those that want to tear down the wall separating church and state an alternative those who want to redefine religious liberty not for all but just for some people and say no that must not be because we recognize that if you are not for religious liberty for all you are not for religious liberty at all well i hope you enjoyed this special bonus episode of baptist Without an adjective and i do hope that you will take a look at bills in your own state legislature you can go to their websites, and usually there's a place where you can click on a bill search button. You can type in keywords like God or church or Bible, and see if these bills are popping up in your state. Track them, pay attention, and then show up and testify. That's one of the beauties of our democratic system, is that in our state legislatures, anybody can show up and testify and give their voice. And even if you can't make it to your state capitol, you can make a phone call or send an email or write a letter to your state representative or state senator and urge them. To So vote in a particular way. If you want to learn more about Word & Way, you can find us at wordandway.org. If you'd like to support this program, just hit the donate button there. Anything you give will help support the production of this program as well as our monthly magazine and our website. And we really do appreciate it. If you have any comments or feedback, please send them to me at bkaler at wordandway.org. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will share it with your friends on Facebook. And head over to iTunes or your favorite podcast platform and write a positive review to help more people to find the program.